Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. There are stars in the southern sky And if ever you decide If my research is correct You should go This was what the Madison Square Garden crowd heard to begin the show that Mike was in attendance for when he was in New York. I'm just watching guys play tennis. But this is what Mike did. I bet it was awesome. Mike and I were in New York City at the same time doing very different things. Wait a minute. We weren't. Don't say Mike and I were in New York City. You, You created quite the drama. But by your refusal to spend even a second of time with me when you and your beautiful bride were celebrating your anniversary, but it well, took... Pe- excuse me for not peeling away for schmooze time. Well, no, it <laughs> took... an anniversary event. It, it took Peg Hudson, <laughs> it took Peg Hudson to set Explain Joey and me straight. Let me give oh, you the backstory. Lord. Yes. So, oh, God, your, there's always backstory. <laughs> your research is spot on. That was what they opened with. They all mm-hmm. lined up across the front of the stage, including the great Vince Gill. Oh, my God. Uh, it was... So that show was unbelievable. I mean, when's the last time you've gone to a concert and for two hours you hear the band just do hit after hit after hit it's after it. hit? Who can do that? It's that's not a long list. The Eagles can do it, and yeah, uh, and they did it. Uh, opening uh, Opened up by Steely Dan. And in fairness, there's an example. Half the Three quarters of the songs I don't remember, I've never heard of, but there's a couple of hits there for mm-hmm. some of the great Steely Dan. Uh, and then, of course, the Eagles with what, what was an incredible night at Madison Square Garden. But anyway, you're here, you're in town, I'm in town with Joey and Peg. We're we're seeing the Eagles, and we saw a couple Broadway shows. And I, 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 I figured when Mark and Lisa go do stuff, it's Mark and Lisa time. And I should have known that. So I, I delicately said, hey, you want to get together for lunch or dinner while you're here? I mean, we don't see each other in person very much. And, of course, as predictable as, as the sun set rising in the east and setting in the west, oh, we're slammed. Thank I'm you. I very kindly we're and very busy. said, look. We're very busy. Just, we, we're we're slammed. Of, we're a little maxed out here. Uh, we're maxed out. So, and so Joey and I got all up in arms about it Saturday night. because right, right, right. my, my man buddy card is being revoked. Well, what we kind went of friend to, is he? Right, 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 we right. went to dinner at a place called Centurion, New York, and I had mm-hmm. a table set for you and Lisa. I mean, it, we were in a private room on the 55th floor of One Wondervelt. I'm not kidding you. It was unbelievable. It's this uh-huh. brand new ex- dining experience, and we had mm-hmm. a room with a table of six with three of us. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, gosh, what? A, how perfect that would have been for Mark and Lisa to have joined us. And, and Joey and I started bellyaching about <laughs> your rudeness. And then, and then, Peg, and then Peg Fake says, it, it took a woman to point out. Is there, are you guys high? Right. Well, she says, do you think they want to spend their anniversary weekend with you talking shop? And I said, well, first of all, we're more than just shop. It's not yes, just work. Of course. We're it's, friends. It's often, exactly. There's all kinds of commonalities and tastes and the culture in our lives, and we're intertwined. Of course it would have been lovely. But, it, but it wasn't because you didn't, didn't <laughs> give us the time of day. Because, so because I know my priorities. Well, you're right. Okay. I mean, I, I, good for you, and I hope so, you guys so, had a lovely So what weekend. exactly should I have given up? Should
should I have been here? Well, here's a weird story because we thought that one night was going to be at the Arthur Ashe Stadium for tennis purposes, and the other one was going to be at Elio's on the Upper East Side, the restaurant where I proposed yep, to her I in remember. March of 2002. So, which of those should I have cashed in, you know, to go hang out with y'all? As as wonderful as that would have been. I mean, is the proposal no, restaurant all that significant? Come on. <laughs> yes, it is. Come but here's on. what's weird. Here's the weird thing that happened on Tennis Day. Do you know how weird tennis is trying to attend it? If you want to go to the Cowboys and the Eagles on December 10th, you can get a ticket right now for the Cowboys and the Eagles on December 10th. But if you want to go see Novak Djokovic, which is what my bride wanted to do, because from 10, 15 years ago, we're watching Nadal and Federer, and she just loves these guys. Just And we have loved watching tennis together on the TV box. And I said, for this anniversary, we I'm taking you to the U.S. Open. It's like, great, we'll go see Djokovic or other great players, Daniel Medvedev, the young Carlos Alcaraz, who may be the next Nadal. But if you want to see Djokovic, you can't. He's not guaranteed to play on a particular day at a particular time. You can nail down the day. We did not know until hours ahead of time that Djokovic and Ben Shelton, the American, would be the early match. And silly me, I thought, there's no way he's got to be the late match, so I bought tickets to the late match oh. at no small expense. So, here, But then all of a sudden, it's like, ding, ding, ding. Nope, uh, that is Medvedev. Uh, he'll, be playing, he'll be playing Alcaraz at night and beat him, of course, because it was Djokovic and Medvedev, and Djokovic won in the final that we watched last night. It was great. So here's what I had to do. I've never done this before. I'm a big fan of the secondary market. So I had these tickets on Ticketmaster. What in the old days? If you tell me you sold tickets because I was desperately trying to get tickets to go. No. I'm going to kill you. What? No, I no, wanted no, to go no. so bad, and to, I, to, I to, to the to the open. I wanted to go to the open so badly I could taste it, and I could, and I went on the secondary market. Yeah. You know, God's been good to me, and I have a pretty good living. <laughs> I ain't spending fourteen thousand well, dollars no. a ticket. Okay. Here, here's okay. You, you want to talk real dollars? Yeah, I'm going to do this. I am going to do this <sighs> for my bride. She, she doesn't do mink coats or huge jewelry. Her, you know, she's just uh, uh, just one of the million reasons I love her. We were in unbelievable seats for the night for the night one in in the hundred level, the loge level. Uh. And and they were seventeen hundred a piece. Not right. a seventeen hundred a piece. So thirty four hundred dollars to put my wife and me in these magnificent seats. Then we learn. Guess what? Djokovic ain't playing at night. He's playing in the daytime. So now I got to go get seats to that. But here's the thing: since the world expected Djokovic to be at night, that's why those seats were seventeen hundred dollars. The moment it was announced, I flip immediately to the day session. Got the exact same seats on the other side of Arthur Ashe Stadium for six hundred a piece. Wow. Boom. Then I sold, it with my phone still in my hand, sold the ones that I had uh, th- that I bought. Obviously, their 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 price went down a little bit, uh, so I didn't make it all back. But I essentially paid for the other ones with the sale of the first ones. It, it is a crazy modern world, man. It is a crazy. And heaven forbid world. you would have said to your talk show buddy, <laughs> well, I didn't "Do you want you want a couple tickets to the open?" Because I would have bought them from you direct. I, I didn't. Well, I, I don't. I wouldn't even know. Funny, I don't know how to transfer them to another actual human being. Well, there's a way. There's got to be a way. All right, I think there's. Well, anyway, enough about that. Listen, here's here's my proclamation. If I come to Dallas for a weekend, 
I'll yes. make a, I'll make time to see you and Lisa. Okay, <laughs> and I will, and I will find a restaurant with a private room and a seat for you and anybody you want to bring. And All right, we will rep, we'll replicate it, Texas. Style. Let me share you with you the sights and sounds of what I just experienced this morning, walking into work here at 111 Broadway in Lower Manhattan. Mm-hmm. All the police activity as the commemoration, the bell is ringing, observing the moment the flight hit the North Tower. Twenty-two years, Mark. The moment you know well, boy. You were in the Empire State. Though. Sure was, and we're going to relive that today on the show as we always do. We're also going to play that beautiful, uh, faith-filled tribute called Silent Night that our friends at KRLA in Los Angeles made many years ago, where God, you just don't believe it, but he has a plan, and he is always, always with us, even in our darkest hours. So, you know, Axios had an interesting piece this morning about how young men and women enlisting today and joining the military, they don't have that sense of understanding or recognition of 9-11. So many people became members of the military because of 9-11. It was such a movement in this country, and it was beautiful, and it continues to be. And And and, they're in their mid-40s now. Correct. You know, ish. And you think of it, I mean, there are people of legal adulthood, 21 years old now, who were not alive for 9-11. For them, it's it's not like it's Pearl Harbor or anything, but it's just something that happened before I was born. I got to wrap my head around that. It's interesting that I heard, that's the second time today, though, I've heard somebody say, well, it's not like Pearl Harbor. I really feel it is. Mm -hmm. Just to me, it's, it's, uh, maybe it's because of our age and, you know, we we were around. Here's the crazy thing. You you and I were both born less than 20 years afterward. Correct. After after Pearl Harbor. So it was just something that had recently happened. That's right. Had a certain stigma and, you know. So so I think about the people who joined the military on behalf of those who died on 9-11 and fighting for our freedoms, fighting to, against tyranny. And Mark, I, I am stunned at the at the rapid way tyranny has come to to our own governance. I watched an art. I read an article the other day in The New York Times. It's an opinion piece, mm-hmm. uh, to be fair. Trump indict Trump's indictments, the key players in the 2020 election effort. And Mark, they did one of these, and I read it online, one of these comprehensive articles about how everybody who questioned in any way, shape, or form the outcome of the 2020 election is a co-conspirator in in the election denialism that is traitorous, that that is traitorous, that's treason. Now, attack on on democracy. Right. Now, never mind all the Democrats, including Hillary on down, who lined up and questioned the outcome of 2016. Mm -hmm. I guess that doesn't count. I'm sure the New York Times didn't do a, a, you know, an, an extensive piece on this, but they've got everybody ensnared in this, Mark. Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, we saw Lindsey Graham almost got indicted in, in Fulton County, and all they were doing was saying, what happened here? And, and <laughs> Exactly, and, daring, daring to inquire. And, and that has become a, a, a tactic of the left. And I think COVID, tell me if you agree with me, COVID br- broke the door open on this. If you dared question the vaccine or if you dared question the lockdowns, you were shut down. You lost your social media status. Some people lost their jobs. Look at the look at all the airline pilots we lost because they wouldn't get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And that kind of opened the door. And now it comes to the to election integrity. And the New York Times and people who think like them want to weaponize our free speech right to question anything. 
and criminal and criminalize it. And so your metaphor is apt. It absolutely is. Now, and I hope it goes a similar way that the COVID extremism did, and that is that the pendulum swings, and now we have relative rationality. Even though I did see in New York City people walking around by themselves in Washington Square Park yep. wearing a mask yep. outside, but, yeah, there's but not no, many, right? And no, no, not not very many right. at all. Uh, listen, I almost wanted a mask to keep away from the weed smell. I asked a New York City cop, "What's with the weed?" I know. And and he told me, he said, "Look, it's it's legal. You can't have enough where you're trying to sell it. Uh, you can't give it to kids. Blah blah blah. But it's pretty." And I said, "Has it been a problem?" He said, "Not really." He said, "I don't like it either." But if it's people doing it, so, but not to divert. So your 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 metaphor is apt. Um, I hope that the pendulum swings as it did with COVID, and I hope it does it maybe even quicker because the because the Fauci's and and the and, and the various other people. Who who hit us with this have been proven so terribly, terribly wrong and corrupt so relatively quickly. I hope that can happen on the well, weaponization of election. Uh, well, Mark, there, there's reason to, to be optimistic. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals upheld a lower court's ruling, huge win for free speech, where this appeals court upheld the ruling prohibiting government officials from communicating with social media companies. Really? I, there was a preliminary injunction. The defendants include Joe Biden. Biden, the U.S. Surgeon General, uh, the the Health and Human Services Secretary, and the courts are agreeing that it is absolutely unlawful for government officials to try to censor speech on social media. Of course it is. Well, it took a long time. It sure. Well, listen, I, I, justice delayed is justice but denied. That's the pendulum. But I'll, I'll take it. That's it, that, it, pen, it that's that pendulum I swinging. Hope it continues. And I, I hope, hope you. Speaking of New York, I hope you saw the New York-based shrews over on the View Friday, Anna Navarro, and the rest of them now complaining about the illegal in New York City really? saying they need to be resettled elsewhere. Ana Navarro and the rest of them on The View want to kick illegals out of New York. Eric, how, how unwelcoming. Of oh, how well, how unchristian-like of them. Yes. But listen, mm. I heard somebody say this somewhere else, and it's true. People like Greg Abbott and others have called Eric Adams' bluff. Yep. We've called their bluff. We've said, all right, you want to be a sanctuary city? Here's what it looks like. This is it. Uh, welcome right. to Texas. <laughs> Every day, the, the amount. <laughs> exactly, welcome to El Paso. Exactly right. And you know, so uh, golly, I, I hope the pendulum is swing. Great to have you back. And, it is uh, wonderful to be great to Great to uh, kick off a big, big week. I'll be in Philly tonight for a big event with Dennis Prager and Pastor so cool. Robert Jeffers. So cool. A Faith and Freedom Coalition event. And then back here on uh, in New York Tuesday and then back to Florida. So, uh, so okay, now, okay this, is, this is crazy, Mr. Acela Corridor. You're yes. in Philadelphia for an event tonight. I'm right. on the one one fifteen Acela. I the love morning, that train in the, mor- in the morning. One fifteen no, no, to, to get there, but where are you doing the show tomorrow morning? And from Philly, from uh, okay, AM nine ninety. Yeah, okay, the answer, gotcha, Philly, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, and then gotcha. taking the Acela back. And I have to admit, I'm not a big train travel fan. Yep, I like that Acela. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, and, and, you know, and I think I've got to be in first class just so I can, as an observer, experience what well, that first course. class experience exactly. must be like. If you're going to do it, do it. You might as well go up front, you know, and, <laughs> and, and uh, or actually in the back. Sometimes the first class on the Acela is on the way in the back, but I still like walking over to the cafe car and getting a Absolute hot dog. Kicking it old school. It's, Absolutely yeah. right. <laughs> so, love it, love it, love big it. Big week. Right, All man. right. Happy Monday, my friend. Happy Monday. Mike Gallagher there for you on this very... Uh, this 